You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Well, welcome back to the Geek Card Check-In. My name is Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Kate with a burning question. Did you guys let a child play in here? The virtual clubhouse is a total wreck. (laughs) We did. Oh, oh boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, you know, Kate, it's great to have you back on the podcast. It's been a couple of episodes. And um, I've missed your puns and uh, your humor, to be quite honest with you. It's it's not been the same. Uh, Tyler and I tried, but it just doesn't work. It doesn't work as well. In some ways, it felt like the old days and i was like oh yeah chris and i did this and i was like oh we are not as good as, as when we were with kate <laughs> it's, well hang on just a second not that we're back <laughs> no, you're right. no, you're, we're missing an no no you're right you're, no, right. you're absolutely right i agree I, that's yeah. absolutely true so it's good to have you back kate and um i'm glad that we get to discuss this week's oh man Geek News. That's what we do on every other episode of the geek card check we call this particular episode the check in And what we want to do is take our favorite stories from the last little while and bring them up, chat about it, have a discussion. And we'd love to hear from you as well. And so just like at the end of the podcast, we'll ask you to follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. But definitely do that so that we can hear from you and interact and let us know what you think of the news that's coming out. Um, Some exciting stuff. So I I can't wait to dive in. Tyler, tell us what is uh, what are we doing? Where, Where are we headed? this week well this week we are i think we're going to go back to our roots just a little bit here it is time Mm. to talk we're going to have this be star trek corner um and and just a a whole bunch of updates have come out we're going to get quite a few more in the next month when next few weeks when uh um, san diego comic-con comes out because star trek will be there oh yeah it's going to be it's going to be epic i'm expecting there to be clips of um partially completed shows or something like that um because that's the kind of stuff we got in the last uh the last couple of years so did we get any kind of discovery um information last year at san diego comic-con or we didn't kind of... we didn't get too much what we got was our of course our huge announcement that star trek picard was happening um we got that I was be- last year that, that was happened? i believe last year wow. at san diego comic-con um, and then you know, I thought they I thought they did that at the um, the Star Trek convention. Maybe that um, was oh maybe that Vegas. was Las Vegas. You know what? That was probably Las Vegas um, Star okay. Trek in, in August. That's probably what that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if I remember correctly, because they brought Jean uh, Jean Luc Picard. <laughs> I actually see him as Jean Luc oh, Picard. I, yeah, oh, yeah, know. They 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 brought out Patrick Stewart, right? Yeah. And Alex Kurtman right. talked about it, and just you know, they everybody exploded. Well, I believe was that this, was. You're, you're, I think you're right, but with the big thing, and in fact, we had our man on the ground, my brother Daniel, who who uh, got who lives in Vegas, but he got over to um, mm-hmm. San Diego last year. Uh, right at uh, for Comic Con and went through and and now I'm remembering we just they just had some displays I think they just had like some okay. uniforms and things like that um it wasn't anything too exciting uh, too exciting because they were saving it for for Las Vegas but yeah. I think that the announcement that I saw says um that they are at San Diego Comic Con and they made it sound like it was a a fairly big deal a so big deal. maybe they're branching they're trying to branch outside of just the the Star Trek Con um you know, label. So we've got a few things um, coming up and I'm hoping that we'll, um, we'll be able to talk about these in some bigger ways. So I'm, I'm going to kind of blow through a few different um, announcements that I've been seeing. And again, we'll link to these in, in our show notes. Um, but our big, um, it, it seems like they have, uh, they have finished 
filming the first episode of Star Trek Picard, and Jonathan Frakes, because Jonathan Frakes, who I believe was directing it, um, tweeted out something that said that's a wrap, and uh, with the um, with, with the clapper on um, Star Trek Picard, and so we are uh, anxiously waiting to see what happens with that one, which I'm really excited about. Um, and uh, they, you know, Alex Kurtzman went on this uh, a podcast. Um, called, I believe it was Crew Call for Deadline Hollywood, um, and this is a, a really, it was a really good podcast episode. So we're going to try and distill it for you, so you don't have to go listen to the entire thing. Um, but what they're saying is, though Star Trek Picard is very um, personal, it's very intimate in terms of its focus on on the character of Picard. They're not removing the the family aspect of it that we that we you know grew to love in Star Trek: The Next Generation, as well as Discovery and and the best Star Trek shows. Um, were like that. Um, Star Trek, uh, they have they have finished writing season three of, or sorry, uh, writing episode five of season three of Star Trek Discovery. So that's um, they're on their way. They've obviously not started filming because it's way too early for that. Um, we've gotten a, a nice little announcement on short treks, which we're really excited. There, yeah. there will be six short treks coming out. Which Ooh. was there? Were there six this last time, or was it four? I can't four. remember. Four. Is it four? So there's six short treks. We know specifically one of them is related to the Enterprise. So Rebecca Romaine and Ethan Peck will be back. Um, no word no. yet on Anson Mount. Woo-hoo. But uh, but exciting uh, news on that front. Um, so six of them. Two of them are animated. Um, and but they will not be animated like the like the animated shows that we've seen before. Um, in fact, Alex Kurtzman compared it to Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, interesting. Um, in yeah. terms of not in terms of content, I think, but in terms of just animated style, he said it's very realistic. Extra, it's really, really excellent. Mm. Um, and then two of them will be live action. So I don't know what that, that makes the other two. Uh, but it's a, he said there's going to be six, two are live action, two are CG. So I don't know if that means they just haven't decided on the other two or or what. Yeah. So um, so there's that. Uh, and then the animated uh, track. There are it looks like three animated shows are in the works in addition to section wow. 31 Picard and um, Star Trek discovery. So we've got, do we have confirmation things. of what section 31 is at all? Or do they just keep, do they keep throwing that out there or do so, we know, do we know for sure that's coming? Cause it's, I don't it's definitely know. Don't... Coming. So his quote right. in here is Erica Lippold and Bowie Kim, who were um, writers on discovery as well are breaking yeah. story on it right now. And he said, the plan is to shoot on that. The second we're done with season three of discovery. So they are working on it, but he gave no new information on, you know, did the end of discovery <sighs> shift? Just cancel things? it, cancel it and give and Pike be his done, own show. Right? It seems cancel, like it's an afterthought. Can, cancel section 31 and give us a pike show that's all i care show. about that's all that's all i want it's all i want please kurtzman now it's exactly what i'm saying and so I, anyway i'm i'm excited with where we're going with with uh, star trek picard i know that we're we're um we're eager to see where it goes is it gonna pull in some next generation characters um there have been i can't a- imagine that it won't didn't they already say that um brent spiner is going to be in it didn't they already there say was, this there was a rumor that he and, and i i should go i'll see if i can look this up but he it looked as though he is actually involved in some way which i it bothers <laughs> me a little bit um, see i think he's going to be the troll and he's going to be watching it you know and and making jokes and interrupting the show that that's what Brent Spiner is amazing at uh, it. It bugs me just a little bit. So, oh wow, I, we have gotten this. So it was in May. He yep. uh, 
he did he did say he will be making an appearance on um, but we have to we have to as remember data. as data he says as data he says as lieutenant D- commander data whoa that's it how how flashbacks on so many levels yeah, flashbacks, flashbacks but he's 40 years older than he was that, that's what i mean like yeah practically although, how are although, we doing it so story is he gonna be before is where we left that character, he's gonna right? wear a green outfit and then they're gonna cgi on over yes. him well and and you know captain for to be fair you know captain marvel de-aged some people very well the marvel universe has de-aged people with sure good success so i'm wondering sure. if they'll be able to pull that off you know but none of them are quite the change that brent spiner is like he is <laughs> Are you being ageist here, Chris? Yes. He looks significantly (laughs) different than his, whatever it was, mid-20-year-old self. Yeah, when he started When he played Data. Yeah, I mean, come on, guys. I mean, let's, I mean, I I appreciate it. The only thing I can think of is that he's going to have a CGI, it's going to be fully CGI. Maybe just need to, yeah. Or he's going to be like a um, hologram, you know what I mean? And it's right. going to be all glitchy anyway. So it's, it's anyway. grainy enough anyway that we won't care, yeah. yeah. That yeah. would be the wiser course anyway, yeah. Well, and so the, anyway. the last thing that I would mention too, yes. uh, other than I know we are just eager about uh, to get into Star Trek Picard, is Kirkman yes. talked a lot about like a, basically a five to ten year plan with, with – um, with Star Trek, not really. Oh, Star with, Trek. So yeah. it's with like the details. MCU universe, but Star Trek in terms of phases. Well, yeah, but I don't think that they're trying to do the super intertwined. He, he basically said there's a whole universe that we haven't explored in Star Trek. We've always we've always gone with just one crew at a time, and now this is giving them a chance to really branch out with the different um, the different animated shows and and things like that. So he's saying. Um, you know, with you know, letting other people take over, he's going to be the Gene Roddenberry sort of the um, of the universe. Michael Chabon is taking over Star Trek: Picard as the showrunner. Mm-hmm. We've got you know um, Michelle Paradise as showrunner of Discovery, and and sounds like um, uh, Bowie Kinn and, and and a few others are taking over um, Section Thirty One. Well, and and the uh, who's the guy from um, Rick and Morty doing uh, one of the animated shows? So there's they're really spreading out, but we're gonna get. We're going to get some good, solid Trek for the foreseeable future, which I'm excited about. Me too. Absolutely. Yeah. It's exciting. Kate, mm-hmm. what are you bringing us today? I have two things on my list today. The first of which is the Locus Awards, which were today. Yes. And they were live tweeting them. So you can go to at Mag on Twitter to see uh, the live tweets from that. I just wanted to pull out a few of the winners that I have read and loved and can recommend. Um, for best science fiction novel, we have *The Calculating Stars* by Mary Robinette Kowal, which we have mentioned so on the show she before. She also won the Nebula. Absolutely, yes. Uh, then *Spinning Silver* by Naomi Novik won for best fantasy. She's fantastic a author, book, isn't it? This is a Rumpelstiltskin book. Hmm. Oh well, that doesn't that doesn't encourage me either. Okay. Oh come on, Naomi Novik is worth it, and you know it. You That's you. True. I made you read one of her dragon books, and you actually and I, liked it. And I genuinely really liked it. That's so, ha. Um, best novella, uh, Artificial Condition by Martha Wells. This is from her Murderbot mm. series, which highly recommended. They are so much fun. So fun. Yes. Um, and then for best collection, we have How Long Till Black Future Month by N.K. Jemison, which is probably the strongest short story collection throughout, you know, as a whole that I've read in years. Oh, it's phenomenal. So good. I like it that Tyler's echoing and Chris is just sort of waiting it out. (laughs) 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 
Chris, Chris is just going books. books? No, I'm. What are I'm those? actually. I actually. I'm on the website right now, looking at it. I've, okay. Um, I've, I've been asking, I don't know if you remember this, I had jury duty recently, mm-hmm. and so I was asking you guys what books I should download. Fortunately, I did not have time to actually read anything because they let me go from jury duty, and nice. I was so grateful for that about five minutes after I texted you guys asking for <laughs> um, uh, for options. But I've downloaded a couple of Audible um, books, and I'm very excited to get started um, I can't remember the, the the one that I just downloaded. I, don't, I was very curious to see since we're on the book topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to see. Have you guys uh, read Recursion? No. Who no. wrote it? Recursion. Uh, uh, in Recursion by Blake Crouch. Oh, Crouch. oh. Uh, he wrote he Dark Matter. Wayward Pines. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. It just sounded absolutely fantastic. It's got very good reviews. So I downloaded that. Intriguing... I'm going to listen to it. I, I feel like he's the M. Night Shyamalan of books. All mm. I know is is that in the description of it, they, they of course, this is no marketing, but I fell for it. Hook, like, and Zeker. They, they said he was like Michael Crichton. So I was like, yep, click, and I've downloaded it. So well, I'm going to listen to it this week. Um, yeah, let, let if, us know. If you would I'm, like to expand into female authors, any of the ones that I just listed are all excellent choices. <laughs> Absolutely. Give me one. Give me one right now for for the audience. The Calculating Stars by you, Mary Robinette Kowal. Yes, agreed. The Calculating Stars. And it is okay. on Audible. It's on my shelf right up there. It's it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's The Martian uh, meets Hidden Figures. What? Wait, yeah. So is it a, is it a, is it fiction? It's, it's fiction. Historical speculative okay. fiction. Yep. Historical speculative. Um, is, Christ- what if the, what if we had to go to fiction, Mars in the fifties? Basically. Ooh, oh, yeah. interesting. Okay, it's cool. All right, yeah, no, good. I will I will check that out. Thank you very much for that. Uh, for that. That's great. Excellent. Um, and then the final comment for The Locust was Ursula K. Le Guin, uh, one for nonfiction for her book Conversations on Writing, posthumous award. We all miss Ooh. her still. Ah, uh, I miss Ursula K. Le Guin. Yeah, one of the big regrets of adult life is that I never got to meet her. Not that there were great odds to begin with, but it's definitely not happening now. Unless time travel, but that's a whole other conversation Um, so my other piece of news is related to the wheel of time um yes amazon is doing wheel of time as a part of their stable of making um noteworthy books uh and book ips into film or tv series and this wheel of time theoretically has a 2021 release date for those of you who are not familiar with wheel of time it's the name of a series written by Robert Jordan that was one of those generation-defining epic fantasy series. Uh, Brandon Sanderson finished it um, after Robert Jordan died. He wrote the final few books. Um, and in this world, it's a world where magic exists, but only women can use it. Um, previous news for the show hmm. um, has was uh, the announcement that, I'm probably going to butcher her name, so sorry, Uta Brisowitz. Um, she's going to direct the first two episodes. She's noteworthy oh. for directing Westworld, Stranger Things, and Altered oh. Carbon. Um, wow. Well, that's good pedigree good pe- right there. Shoot. I literally was about to say good pedigree, <laughs> which is, that's a little freaky. Weird. Um, but the latest news, so every Wednesday they've been having hashtag WOT for Wheel of Time Wednesday. Oh, and really? Yes, which... For starting in July, it's going to become monthly, and it'll be the first Wednesday of the month. However, the most recent one was the big news, which is the casting of Rosamund Pike, who is known for yes. Gone Girl, 
a Bond movie, et cetera, et cetera. She is going to be Moraine, uh, who is hugely is, significant she's in the, the book Gandalf series. of that world. Yes. Yes. She'll be the, uh, the leader of the Aes Sedai. So that is, to be honest, I've been kind of ignoring the Wheel of Time news for a while because I was feeling very pessimistic that it was going to be any good. And then when I saw this casting news, that turned my head and it was a wait, what moment? And I started she digging in. the only in. person that has been cast that we know? The only one that's been publicly announced. Okay, okay. Oh yeah, at least this announced, yeah. Right, because we're still in pre-production at this point, so. It, I, Wheel of Time, and how much have you read of it? Did you just read the first couple? Um, first three. First three, okay. Uh, I love, and I'm slowly making it my way through it. This is, this is the first one. I'm holding it up right here. It's called The Eye of the World, um, which looks like a decent, you know, it's only 800 pages long, right? It's, it oh looks my like, gosh. well, it's about Jurassic Park size, I would say, you know, if we're, if we're putting this in, in Michael Crichton terms, <laughs> yeah. um, but, <laughs> but <laughs> there, Chris, did that sell it? Level. Did that bring it Chris level? You've done this before. Let's breathe. You know. Breathe, Chris. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> it's about the size of a medium Star Trek novel, right? Wow. Uh, um, but but honestly, it's it's the thinnest of them by far. Like the rest of them are eleven hundred, twelve hundred pages long. They're they're oh huge. They're huge doorstoppers. So I try for one or two a year because it's a lot to take in. It's usually that's one of my summer reads. Um, and and I'm only halfway through the series at the moment. It's fourteen books. Fourteen sounds right. Um, and and um, the author Robert Jordan passed away in 2006, I think, somewhere around there, maybe 2005. Um, and then Brandon Sanderson continued his series, and it's I would say it's. it's Are you repeating epic. what I repeated a minute ago? So that way the men will hear this too. Oh my yes. gosh! Sorry, it's that totally. was when I had my. <laughs> totally, out, I totally my is. It's okay. Don't uh, read too far into that, or do. <laughs> no, but what I what I what I mean is it. I, is it's Game of Thrones with a Lord of the Rings sensibility, like it, where it's not you know rapey and bloody and, and stuff like that in the way that Game of Thrones is, but it's epic in scope. Well, um, then I'm out. In and a wee bit bloated. Not... Yes, it is more than a little bit bloated. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, then uh, probably the adaption to uh, television will cause them to have to cut out that bloat and hopefully make it the, all the, the good stuff remain yes. and all the fat leaves but the right? beauty Hopefully. of it is that it's it's a finished series already so unlike game of thrones they're gonna have to start make they won't have to start making it up on their way yeah you know on their way out so yeah they can make cool. more informed choices so yeah so we are officially well, that's caring. exciting yeah that's very exciting we need we need more fantasy yes what about you all right, so a couple of things real fast I'm just going to mention because Tyler and I really enjoyed the remake of Halloween that came out oh, this last loved it. October. It was wonderful. It was really great. I need to rewatch it. I think it's on HBO now. I think it's on or, HBO now, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, it's in one of the streaming services. I keep meaning to revisit it. I haven't done so yet, but I'm going to. The um, They are coming out with uh, the sequel to that film, the sequel to the remake prequel whatever this is um yeah yeah there's actually been three this is the fourth how whatever it was anyway there's it's very confusing the sequel to the movie that came out last october is coming out in 2020 um and jamie lee curtis is set to return it's gonna be great i'm really excited hopefully it'll be great anyway um it was a really good film it was very surprising so uh, the halloween sequel coming out next year that's a genius marketing director or Sorry, what, what was that, Kate? Go ahead. Sorry. It's a genius marketing scheme. When people say, I want to buy the Halloween movie, they have to buy them all to figure out which one they actually want. 
Yes. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> do I do, do I want the original? Do I want the uh, the one that was what, what's the director? Um, David Gordon Green. No, or no, no, John no. Carpenter. No, the the, the other one. The other director. <laughs> See. Which one? John the, Carpenter, David Gordon Green. Oh come on, Tyler! Yeah, yeah, you run One, the one that with a violent guy. What's his name? Rob Zombie. Oh um, my gosh! I blocked those out of my mind. <laughs> those are so. Fail, terrible. Tyler. Sorry, fail. It, it wasn't coming. It wasn't coming. Oh. But yeah, exactly. Do you want the Rob Zombie, the oh, Carpenter, gross. or the David Gordon Green? David t- Gordon Green <sighs> is is likely to come back, is what they're saying. Okay. So hopefully that is what's going to happen. Is we get Danny McBride, Jeff. Uh, Fraidly um, writing it. That's what they say anyway. David Gordon Green directing. Jamie Lee Curtis, Judy Greer, um, all coming back to Gosh, star. She has. Uh, I. Mm, it's fine. I. All I right, Tyler. To be done with with the. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I really do. Halloween yeah. is my favorite horror series. I want her to be done with it because they finished her story three times now. Yeah. Like similarly, they finished her three times. So it's like let just let's move on. Let's let him continue to do his thing elsewhere. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Well, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I'm excited about it. I will definitely keep my ear out for more news and we will update you as it comes out. I wanted to mention one more thing because um, I am now known for my tech news. I wanted to throw that in here. This is the geek card check, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. technology can be geeky. And um, for me, I'm going to just try a little bit about it. Um, so I have never done public betas um, for my iOS devices. And a note for the non-techie, he doesn't mean betas as in fish. It's a software release level. There you go. Correct. Yes. I would hope that most of the people listening know that, but Uh, maybe not. Maybe they don't know what a beta is. I didn't know. A beta basically is a preview of software that is not released and not ready for general public use. So Apple allows for anyone to sign up for the public beta or the public test basically of their software and generally these are very buggy not very reliable and they don't recommend that you put this beta this this software on a device that's like your main device your main uh, computer or ipad or phone because it might go very wrong and then you won't be able to use very you know needed things And so um, I just decided, you know what? Forget it. They showed the new iPad OS at uh, the Worldwide Developers Conference, and it adds so many amazing features that I just really wanted to try them early. So I went ahead and put the public beta of the iPad OS, the brand new operating system for the iPad, onto my iPad Pro. And um, it is amazing, guys. Uh, It is what the iPad Pro should have been. From the very beginning, yes. Mm. You can actually plug in hard drives and uh, flash drives and oh, actually wow. be able to use the file system in it. I know. That's what it should <sighs> be. Who would have thought? Um, wow. Yeah, it's, exactly. fast. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like something wow. that should have been there five years ago, but wasn't. Um, but now it's there. So um, video editing, you can have something, you know, uh, you know, hard drive or flash drive plugged in. You don't have to rely only on what's on the the, the hard drive of the iPad itself. So it's joining um, Android at the plug-in table, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly right. Um, but here's the thing. You, you say that, <laughs> but Android's tablet OS 
is terrible. Yep. Uh, there is not a good Android tablet out there on the market, period, bar none. Just, you, you show it to me, it doesn't exist. The closest thing that comes <laughs> anywhere near it is Windows, right? Um, and those are full are meant to be full-fledged Windows devices, but they're underpowered and they suck, uh, generally. Um, and so iPad really is the only tablet on the market that's that's worth its weight in any way, shape, or form. Now, you can argue phones, Android, fine, sure. Tablets, uh-uh. there's no competition. This is needed because there is no competition. So it's wonderful. Dark mode now, which is looks beautiful in all the apps that I've got. Um, a brand new um, app layout with uh, access to widgets all the time. It just is a very good uh, compelling update. Now I will warn you, it has crashed multiple times on me. Um, and, but I don't so use don't it do for the beta now. Right. Just, yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying <clears throat> it is unstable. I'm saying it is, um, a beta. Uh, but if you are techie and you really enjoy getting the newest, latest and greatest, you will have fun with it. I am really, really enjoying it. I recommend it for someone who knows that things might go wrong. And if you're fine with that and you're wanting to have fun and cause it's that my iPad's basically my toy, you know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't really do work. Um, I would never upload the beta onto my phone. I would never do it on my computers because those have critical things on them. And if my computer doesn't work, um, that bad, bad day, bad, bad, bad week. Um, so, but the iPad I can fool around with and have, have fun with. I would definitely recommend uh, if you have an iPad, especially an iPad Pro, and you're wanting to increase its uh, its value to you, try the beta. Uh, it's 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 easy to download. I think it's stable enough, and it won't you know brick your iPad, but it does add enough features that I think uh, it's worth your time. So nice. That's what that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Already. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think that brings us to the end of Geek Card Check. Yeah. Or geek card check in, I should say. Kate? So share your reactions to our coverage with us on social media. You can find us at Geek Card Check on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's all for this week. So long and thanks for all the fish. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad it had to come to this. 